Hi everyone, my name is Steve Tudor and welcome to a special one-off part entitled Reasons to be Cheerful. All happy clappers unite if you're so inclined. With City encountering poor results, rotten luck and patchy performances of late, there's a danger that us Blues may head into Christmas forgetting that we support the best team in the land and all the world. A team that made history last season and could well do the same this season. We're here to rescue your festive mood. We're here to make your roasties taste that much better a week today. We're here to restore your faith. That's not to say that everything's perfect right now. Far from it. But there's plenty of City content out there covering the problems and furrowing their brows. We are the antidote to that because we believe. If you're a believer too, pull up a pew alongside my guest today. Guys, we've seen enough of Pep Guardiola to suspect he may be a better manager than Arteta and Klopp combined. It's Ben and Chris. Hi Ben, how's things mate? Hi Steve, yep, all good. As we as we just touched on before, uh, I've finished for work as of Friday, so nice. very much on the, uh, on the countdown to Christmas. I'm at that sort of stage where... I've got lots of nice food in the cupboards and stuff, but it's just a little bit too early to start digging in. Well, so. quite. Oh, it's a, it's a big thing for me. It's it's like it's got to be like maybe the day before Christmas Eve, uh, anything before then. It's like you just got to buy it again. <laughs> you end up yeah. having to buy it twice over. Um, Chris, you there? You well? I am. Morning, Steve. Morning, Ben. Yeah, it's a funny thing that isn't it. What's the threshold where you can start to dig in mm. to the uh, Christmas food and wine? I, I've already started to dig into the Christmas wine, so. Uh, Guilty there, but yeah, I, I think I think from about yeah from about the twenty second, I think it's acceptable to start to nail the stuff because then you sort of, you're running out of days to go shopping anyway. So yeah, fine. with wherever days are falling this this year, it's Saturday for me. Saturday is going to be the start of Christmas, where basically anything goes with the chocolates and on all the rest yeah. of it. And yeah, cannot wait. Um, <laughs> let's discuss City and let's. Obviously, let's not ignore the fact that results have not been great and performances have not been great. Um, and let's also not kind of, you know, skim over the fact that Saturday was a really frustrating 90 minutes or 96 minutes of football. But when you look at the top of the table, um, I'll, I'll, I'll come to both of you for this. I'll start with you, Ben. It seems to be a bit wide open this season. Um, firstly, would you agree with that? And second, what do you think the points tally come the end of... May might be lower to win the league this season. Yeah, I mean, I certainly feel like there's, um, there's, there's the different teams are having different sort of spats of inconsistency at different times. So, mm. strangely, at the moment, it sort of feels that the most consistent is, is probably Villa, um, and you could always, almost say that they're they're creeping up on on the rest of the teams around there at the moment. Um, but yeah, I mean, looking at sort of past seasons in terms of how many how many losses and how many draws, you know, City, for example, are almost getting close to, to where they've been in the last sort of two or three years. So it certainly feels for me like it's not going to be, um, you know, a, a high points tally. I personally think it's going to be sub, sub 90, maybe even as low as sort of 85, really. Um, but, you know, putting on our sort of City goggles and, and how we look through that is, I think... That's that's good. Um, you know, certainly it feels like any team that sort of puts a run together of you know three four wins is going to sort of you know build up a little bit of a march um, mm. and, and start to pull away. So it's certainly a possibility to do that. Um, but yeah, o- overall I think it is consistency that the issue we're, we're having a little bit of a dip at the moment. Um, but it does seem that you know obviously Liverpool dropped points yesterday um, and Arsenal have dropped points. Um, 
the, the week before against Villa as well. So we all seem a little bit susceptible at the moment. Chris, would you go along with that? That it's kind of, and I know I'm simplifying things here, but it's it's been our turn to have a dip, and basically next time out, it could very conceivably be Liverpool or Arsenal. I think that I think the whole league is collectively as strong as I've ever seen it this season. So, so the fact is, we go to Luton, for example, who are struggling, but there's no easy games, and that, and I think that was the same last season as well. But I think, fortunately, that there's also the, the, there doesn't appear to be a team at the minute that looks like it can steal a march. Every team at the moment in that top six, maybe apart from Villa, but I don't think they've had. I don't think they've had what yet. They, they will have a dip at some point, just in terms of squad depth, to be able to maintain that level of, of, of energy. But but yeah, fortunately, it doesn't look like either Arsenal or Liverpool can really steal a march uh, at the moment, and and so I feel okay about it. I mean, I'm not happy mm. that we're, I'm not happy about City, and, and I think of, of of all the three home draws in the last three home games in the league, where we have we we have conceded. Um, uh, a lead in the game. I think Saturday's was the most frustrating simply because of the opponent and the fact the way that they showed nothing at all. Um, but I think City are at that place and, and, and as you said, if you look at what happened yesterday, Liverpool allowed themselves to be drawn into a quagmire of mediocrity against United because United was so bad yeah. but, but, but purely by association of proximity on the pitch. <laughs> Liverpool got drawn into that as well. And I think that Arsenal against Brighton, I expect Arsenal to beat Brighton because Brighton aren't the same Brighton as they were last season. So I think it's an odd, it's an odd sort of paradox there. The, the, the league is collectively stronger and, and it's harder to, 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 to get a long, to, to get a really um, extended run of, of, of victories. At the same time, there is vulnerability amongst all the top six, including ourselves. So I'm hoping that that will pay dividends later on in the season. There's no guarantee, but history of the last six years will tell you that it's a big possibility that it will be okay for City. Well, looking at that vulnerability that you mentioned there from from others, um, then Arsenal have yet to prove they've got the bottle in the final third of the season. I mean, you know, through no fault of their own this season because we're not there yet, but they just haven't proved it yet. Liverpool remains suspect at the back and are not yet the finished article after a summer overhaul. Would you agree with both of those sentiments? Yeah, and I think importantly, and you know, maybe you can say the same about us as well. But you know, we we certainly all seem to have have weaknesses there. Um, as as Chris sort of said, I don't think at the moment there's there's any any chance or you know certainly not any fear that either of the teams can can you know go on some crazy unbeaten run. I mean, Arsenal, for example, as you said, there's the whole sort of, you know, we often talk about how emotional they are. I remember thinking last season, I think it was when when Arsenal drew at home to Newcastle and Arteta was running up and down the line. And, you know, we hmm. of course, we, we saw a repeat of that when they played Newcastle away this season and his sort of outburst, which, you know, still can't quite believe how he's gotten away with that. Um, but, you know, they've, they've got issues elsewhere, Arsenal. I still feel that, they still haven't got a striker, you know, which is capable of scoring twenty goals um, in the league in a season. Um, but 
I think I think with, with the thing with Arsenal, my feeling is they're probably a little bit of a more stable team than they were last season. Um, I think Rice coming in has had a big effect on that. I, I even you could even say as well as how he how he plays, but the his sort of you know ever presence compared to to Party, who was who was very much in and out of the team um, mm. last season. Um, for Liverpool, I mean, yeah, as you as you said, the, I think the the defense is is a little bit shaky. I, I sort of think there's been lots of games for Liverpool where they've been papering over the cracks a bit. Um, and and I, I even sort of had a little look around Twitter yesterday. And to be honest, I saw quite a few things from Liverpool fans saying saying pretty much the same. You know, there was games such as against, you know, Fulham and, and, and early on in the season, Bournemouth, where, you know, they were they were lucky to, to, to get something out of it. And you could probably argue that when they played us. And, you know, maybe yesterday it sort of caught up with them a little bit. Um, you know, I, I was I was really unimpressed with, with Liverpool more so than than United yesterday. Um, they they offered very little creativity uh, creatively, and and also a couple of times towards the end, it looked like United could have sneaked something. So there's there's definitely cause for for optimism with both of both of those two. Um, they're certainly not um, not something that's going to be you know incapable to get past. You know, again, yeah. if you compare to, compare it to last season when when Arsenal were sort of stealing a march on us, we were sort of thinking, God, we are going to have to do something special to catch up with them. And it, it doesn't quite feel like that at the moment. And such has been the way with Liverpool in the past as well. I mean, God, if you look back to that game, the FTA had a great game with Aguero and Sane, and, and that was in January. And yet that was so formidable with Liverpool that season. It was a case of, we have to win today. This is a six-pointer. This is a title decider uh, in January, but it just doesn't feel like that. And I should say as well, uh, before we move forward, we're not really mentioning Villa, I, I guess, in, in, the, in this conversation, but that's only because they are capable of winning the league. But if they do win the league, it's just going to be a Leicester. It's going to be a freak. It's going to be something that, you know, we can't do anything about, nor would we be kind of damned for in any way, shape or form. Um Really, it's going to be, realistically, it's going to be Arsenal or Liverpool, I think, who's going to challenge us this season. Talking of which, Chris, we've won only once in the last six games, which is almost unprecedented. I think it did happen in, in Pep's first season. Yet we remain only five points off the top. I mean, that's actually a source of encouragement for me. It is. I mean, it's, it's insane how this happens because... I mean, we, everybody should learn that that the the Premier League is. We look at it as a long game. Um, I, that doesn't detract from the fact that one win out of six is terrible, and 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 also, and and it isn't just the, the stats of it. It's the manner with which it's happened. The the, the draw against Spurs, the draw against Palace, you know. So, so um, but I think that. It is encouraging, and it and it does it does echo what we just said about that every team has has a frailty with, with which they're managing. I guess a couple of things I do think about though is is if it is is what how many points would it need for us to be behind at, at this point this morning for us the three of us to go okay I'm concerned. What what would be your threshold like if we how many points behind would we be if you think this is a problem now? I, I would add another couple on at the very least, so seven or eight for me. Yeah, I, I'd be thinking three, you know, three wins, I guess, away from the top. That's when I think I'd be, I'd be worrying. Yeah, because because weren't we eight behind Arsenal at this point last year? Exactly. I, yeah, I, right, yeah, yeah. But but I think what's interesting, and the second thing I think about is, I wonder what the podcasters 
on United on on Arsenal's podcasts and Liverpool's podcasts are saying, you know, might they be discussing the table and thinking, yeah, but City are five points behind the top, but we all know about City. Yeah, we all know what City w- w- will do. Now, I think it's very important for for us to say, at so at well, at some point during some season. The, it may not happen. It, it, it may be the city can't turn it around, and it may be that they can't. Um, Pep can't quite develop the alchemy that, that that is required. But but there is when you said about Villa, what you know could, could win the league. Well, I would disagree because because they're on a good run of form. Emery's an excellent manager, and they've beaten Arsenal and they've beaten us. But that, for me, still isn't enough credit in the bank to be able to say you can win a league because you know how difficult it is to, to, to be able to win the league. No matter what position we find ourselves in today, the, the, the characteristic and the currency in the bank that we have is that we have won the league on so many occasions in the last six years, but also the manner with which we've won the league. We've won it by stealing a march early on, we, and we've won it by, by coming behind from teams or being chased neck and neck. No other team in the division has that contemporary experience. So it's that added to the fact that second half of the season usually is, is a prime time for us. Keeps me optimistic because five points is five points, but as we as we can see from yesterday, those five points can reduce really quickly. So I'd rather be in a better position but five points behind top doesn't worry me at all because I know it is manageable. What I'd rather us focus on or what I'd rather Pep focus on is how can we stop conceding late goals? Mm. How can we start? How can we, re- how can we reignite that ability to manage a game to the end of the 90 or 95 minutes like we did last season, which was critical and was the foundation of us winning the treble? I'm, I'm not worried about the table. I'm more worried about us getting over this bump where we keep conceding late and drawing games. Absolutely. Oh, completely agree. It's, I mean, we have to, you know, put some realism into this part in addition to looking on, on the upsides because it's not upside all upsides right now and we have to admit that. Hence the actual reason and, and you know, cause of this part. Um, there are other factors, though, too. Uh, reasons genuinely to be cheerful, such as the imminent, the hopefully imminent return of Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, certainly beyond the new year, we would expect him back. Um, ben, I've just got a feeling, I mean... I know I'm basing this on on the most frivolous of, of kind of reasons, such as he looks really happy and relaxed in, in in interviews he's given, but I'm just kind of anticipating him being rebooted almost, refreshed, coming back anew. If such a player comes back in the form of Kevin De Bruyne, how much of an advantage is that for City? Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our content, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.